What's up, everybody? It's Drew, and I just want to tell you there's a reason why I'm talking to you right now, standing outside, soaked, drenching, wet, dripping with sweat in the middle of July in Phoenix, Arizona, and it's the middle of the day. But first, a little bit of backstory. So this was a simple Saturday, right? And it's funny because um, my two oldest boys were going to go over grandpa's to do some swimming. And my youngest son was going to stay behind. uh, So grandpa wasn't having to to juggle too much responsibility with those two older boys in the pool. And and the baby was sleeping. So I was going to stay back and take care of uh, our daughter and our youngest son while the two others uh, slithered away for swim time with grandpa. Well, as luck would have it... um, The baby woke up, and the youngest son was not having it. He just starts going bananas. He thinks he's being abandoned and left behind and did not want to be uh, left. And so we were thinking, okay, this is a little bit different. All right, let's just not fight the battle too much. It's not worth it. I'll stay back with the baby. Uh, We're still going to have to fight the fight separately later, but let's get him out of the house, and maybe we can kind of uh, distract him a little bit later, get things back on track. So long and short of the story is... Um, you know, baby's just basically coming out of a nap right now. And so my wife offers and volunteers to just take them because the baby needed to nurse anyway. And we would just find a way to kind of, um, have her hang out over there a little bit as opposed to the quick drop off. And she was just going to miraculously take care of everyone. I said, okay, well, it seemed a little bit lopsided, but, um, I was hot and sweaty from putting a grill together outside in the backyard with my son. So I thought, uh, let me get a chance to, to, to clean up before I go stinking up your parents' house. And you guys make that run. I'll stay back. Everyone was cool with that. She said she'll be back soon. Well, here's the thing. Surprisingly to me, here in the middle of July, Phoenix, Arizona, we had some weird, crazy like out of the blue monsoon storm come and show up and just drop the temperatures a little bit. And it's like under 100 degrees. Furthermore, it's cloud cover. So to my joy and excitement, I thought, wow, if I've all of a sudden got uh, at least a brief moment to myself, it's a little little late in the day, it's midday, it's still warm outside and toasty, but there's overcast, it's not 100. I'm gonna go break a sweat real fast, get a quick workout, some daddy time right? A little self-care. So anyway, I decided to get after it and nothing too intense just to uh, break a nice little sweat and that humidity, boy oh boy, it got a hold of me and I was laughing to myself thinking, okay, I've you know worked out during the week and you know I usually take the weekends off and I'm working out on the weekend and, and you know it's, it's funny sometimes I, I remember you know once upon a time referring to people that did something all the time like work out every day oh they're they're a fanatic (laughs) it's easy to say oh you know if someone eats well oh they're a fanatic if someone runs a lot right oh they're a fanatic um it's easy to say that someone that just has a steady healthy habit of doing something right is a fanatic and that's really not all the case especially not to the individual and that's the funny shift in, in in perspective when you know i found myself at the strangest times it's like the longer days and the early rising in the sun tend to bring out more desire to be outside and and making uh, the most of the opportunity to get good bright daylight, get up early, get the day started, you know, get the most out of yourself in the day. And that whole seasonal mentality brings 
a desire to be active and to get fit. And that's even in spite of what the outside weather is like. And so that's when I realized it's like, okay, you know, something most might label as fanatical dedication is, is really something that's quite normal to someone that's just dedicated. The fanatic part just gets thrown on, you know, so, you know for someone to have fanatical dedication, uh, you know, I remember my dad would travel a lot and he packed his running shoes with him. I'm thinking, wow, that's, that's, that's like fanatical dedication. And he would actually run. You know, I would sometimes travel a lot and I'd, I'd pack some, some workout clothes with good intentions. But hey, if the client wants to go out or eat a nice dinner, that would inherently mean that you'd be faced with the challenge of uh, battling over indulgence <laughs> of food and drink. And so that wouldn't lend itself well to getting uh, a lot of good sleep and, and, and good rest to, to wake up early and perky to perform at a high level the next day. So needless to say, the idea was that, you know, yeah, if you, if you travel for work and you take your gear and work out, that's fanatical dedication. Or you still continue to eat healthy, even in spite of being at the, at the, the high end, you know, um, steakhouse with, with oodles of sides and lots of overflowing drinks and wine and everything else. There's a fanatical dedication there uh, that, that some people have and stick to, but again, to them, it's normal. And it's just a very um, definitive commitment to that part of their life. And it's, it's part of that idea of like, you know, when you live with a definiteness of purpose or you subscribe to that philosophy at your core, it, it's not so much about being fanatical and, and the dedication part is really more of dedicated to being intentional about ideally all areas of your life, but at different times, sometimes it's more so one area of your life than another. And so just kind of looking at that, it's, uh, it's interesting to see that, you know, something I once viewed as, you know, fanatical dedication, you know, is a bad thing. It's now it's, it's one of those where it's almost take it as a compliment. Someone says, you know, you've got a fanatical dedication to, you know, fitness and well-being and health and mental excellence. Almost seems unreasonable, right? But I mean, gosh, how healthy would you want to be? Is that a trick question? As healthy as I possibly can. Uh, it's, it's some of the other questions that, that we ask ourselves that, that really don't matter as much that we ask first and give more value to, right? So, you know, just keeping that question in mind, um, what quality of life do you want to have? And you don't want to peg that question into one category and say that's financially or spiritually, right? You want to look at the whole, the whole shebang, as they say. And so, you know, right now I'm in a season where I live in this desert climate and the heat. It's almost as though you simply, you know, surrender to the circumstances around you and embrace it, right? I chose to live here. I chose to stay here. I chose to leave and chose to come back. So if the heat comes with the territory, you know, either learn to cope with the heat or you get out of the kitchen, so they say. And in Phoenix, it's hard to get through a summer without sweating anyway. Am I right <laughs> or am I right? So in some instances, I actually look to embrace that and say, well, you know, why not take advantage of that? I tend to associate working out with getting sweaty anyway. The two go hand in hand in my mind. Uh, for me, experientially, I don't have a good workout until I break a good sweat. Uh, the two, again, like peanut butter and jelly, they really do go together. So when thinking about the idea of the hot season and working out, it's like, aren't you insane? And, and you live in Phoenix. It's like, well, you just hack that by doing it early in the morning. 
right? I'm not trying to be out there passing out. I'll be heavily hydrated, I'll be in the shade, get the activity in early. I know myself and my limits as well as my goals and objectives. You put the two together with the focus and dedication, fanatically, as they might say, and you wash, rinse, and repeat. And that's really how you see the biggest results. And you think about, you know, people you might label as fanatics, right? Great athletes, you know, great golfer, great basketball player's got to be a fanatic, right? To them, it's normal. They're just extremely dedicated. They're very intentional about where they're going and what they're doing. No different than uh, a doctor that delivers babies, right? They're, you know, it's like they've got a fanatical dedication of what, to what they do. They bring life into the world all day long. You know, that's pretty, uh, it's a pretty good cause for something to be, you know, excited about and, and fanatical about being dedicated to the best and very excellent at what you do because that's a huge responsibility, right? Bringing life into the world. What sorts of challenges exist with that responsibility? I wouldn't want that responsibility personally, so I admire those that, that do take that on and that's their contribution to the good of society. But, you know, fanatically dedicated. And so when you look at the idea of how can you be more definite in the way that you're living your life, you have to ask yourself, or you know, what are you currently or what have you previously found yourself ever getting a fanatical excitement about? You know, maybe it was playing sports, maybe it was helping others, maybe it was something completely different, maybe it was composing or, or creating music, right? We've all lived a life where we've experienced, we've all lived a life where we've experienced something powerful and moving that really lights our fire. And sometimes the ability to acknowledge that and tap into that more frequently is almost as though you're tapping into a hidden power inside of you. And so it's important to look at you know, if you want to make a change, you know, what ways can you get excited? What ways can you get fanatical? And sometimes thinking back, way back, as far back as it goes to find it, even childhood, right? Your earliest memories. What are some of the earliest memories of excitement that you have about something in your life, you know, besides candy? <laughs> so uh, something to think about and uh, different reasons for different seasons and different energies. And, and right now my chosen one was, has been, you know, from a uh, time and consistency standpoint, once I've begun to really live with definiteness is, is certainly in the, in, the, in the activity arena, particularly outside. Um, so you kind of embrace that, right? Why get mad at the heat? Sometimes you get a little overheated, take a break. But if this is your habitat, this is where you thrive and grow and live, you really want to be able to find the ways to embrace that. For me, it's, it's getting up earlier. It's, it's being very active, dedicated to fitness and, and taking care of my body and using the early rising of the sun and some of those quiet moments when everyone else is sleeping to I really get that movement meditation, so to speak. That movement meditation with fanatical dedica dedication. Would have been nice if I could have said that right the first time, but you get the idea. And so for many of us out there, we have things that we think of or that cross our mind that we're excited about, but we tend to put them on the back burner. We never give them time to breathe. And so sometimes it's as simple as looking at, all right, when am I going to take that time? Maybe it is seasonally. Maybe you'll take a month out of the year or a few weeks out of the year to say, this is the time where I want to lean into my creativity or my art skills or music skills or my you know, walking routine. Uh, it's amazing. As soon as we get our weather here in Arizona in the Phoenix area under 100, right? You get to September, October, well, <laughs> you get to October and the seasons really start to get nice and pleasant for a few weeks before it gets chilly. Everyone comes out in droves and everyone's walking, 
for all times of the day, it's so nice. You can walk in the morning, you can walk in the middle of the day, you can walk in the early evening or at night. And so it's good to see that, that many have that, um, that natural innate calling to get fit, to get active, you know, get fit for fall, you know, seasonal motivation. I just happened to do mine in a little bit more fanatical way and, and in spite of the heat, I managed to uh, make the moves that I want to get the results that I want, uh, the compound effect to the fullest. So I thought I'd share that uh, sometimes when we start to look at reasons uh, to not necessarily do something that we want to do. It reminds me of when I first heard the idea or was exposed to the idea that, you know, true commitment to something you're doing is like, you know, way after you made the promise, way after you felt good in the moment and said, oh, yeah, I'm going to go in. You know, you watched Rocky and now all of a sudden you want to go be a boxer. Well, more than the next day and a week later, you know, how many times you've been to the gym? How many times have you skipped rope? How many times you, you know, even shadow box by yourself, punching air, right? So long after the mood has passed that you made the promise that you're going to go, you know, conquer this great feat or take this great journey, you know, give that some time. Do you still manage to have a white hot desire to continue on? Do you have that stamina to continue on even when the mood is passed? And so sometimes it's good to just check ourselves and, and have that personal reminder that uh, there's things in our lives that we excite us. There's things in our lives that excite us and sometimes they're for the past. You know, maybe you're a dancer that hasn't been on the dance floor in years, you know? Maybe you just need to turn up an old jam one day when no one's around and uh, play your favorite song a couple of times and just let loose. Unlock some of those good feelings. You feel good, you heal good. Factoid of the day. Hopefully everyone's enjoyed this. It was nice to be able to, to share, really taking some time to look at the summer and really dive in, dive deep and uh, embrace the heat, cooking up some new things, sharing soon that are uh, designed to really expand the realm, the sphere of influence and impact with everyone out there listening now in the past and soon to be. So stay tuned, got some great things coming and I wanted to bend your ear to them now so you'll be, uh, you'll be ready when they show up. Thanks again for joining. Catch you on the next episode. This is your host, Drew Davis. Learn how to see better. The only podcast out there that will improve your vision the longer you listen. Talk to you soon.